Welcome back to the A Plus EdTech Podcast. My name is Ashley McBride, and in this episode, we're going to continue our conversation about some security issues and ways we can teach students to avoid phishing scams and other problems that they might run into on the internet. The first thing I want to mention is that I actually forgot something. I forgot to mention one big thing that you can do in order to protect yourself when you're online, and that is to keep all of your software for your devices updated. That means on your computer, on your cell phone, on your tablet, all of your devices, if you can keep them as up-to-date as possible, you're going to protect yourself a whole lot better. The reason is because no program is 100% perfect. There are always bugs and there are always little holes. That's why a lot of times whenever you're running through something and your computer starts to act funny, then you can shut the whole thing down, reopen and start over because it allows your software to reset and try again. Now, whenever there are problems, security problems, or if they find bugs in it that allows for hackers to get into your computers in various ways, then the company is usually able to find that and then they send out software updates to protect your devices from that. A lot of people neglect this simply because they don't realize the importance of it. Uh, They don't have time. They don't quite understand how to do it. But it is important that you go ahead and update all of your devices as soon as you possibly can. When you're having conversations with students about hacking and things along those lines, you can always mention to them that hacking can actually be a job, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, companies will pay Apple, Microsoft, uh, Google. There are jobs out there that will pay you to find these bugs or to find these problems so they can go back and fix them. Usually it's uh, contract work, and it allows you to use your knowledge of software and find vulnerabilities for these companies that will allow them to make other people safer whenever they are using their personal devices. Another reason why I wanted to do another episode, and I'm releasing it so quickly, considering I try to release every other week, but this is being released within the same week as the last episode, Um, The reason why I chose to do that is because right after I released my last episode about security, I saw an article on The Verge, and I saw it through Twitter, and The Verge reported, and I did some research, on Google's new curriculum called Be Internet Awesome. And Internet Awesome is an online video game. And a curriculum. Now, I made a big mistake. When I first saw this, I went in and I played the game without looking at the curriculum book. And I was honestly a little upset with it at first. Because the first level is a button mashing level. And unless you're having a conversation about the things in this uh, game, then it's I think the point of the game will just go right over students' heads, and they're not really going to get a whole lot out of it. So when I originally started doing this, I got through the first four levels uh, playing the game, and the game did get a little bit better as it went on, and I felt like there was uh, a little more substance to it in levels two, three, four, um, and a little bit more learning happening. But I still felt that it just didn't it just didn't seem to work. 
as a game. I mean, not not that it didn't seem to work as a game itself. It could just be played as a game. But I didn't feel like it went deep enough, and I didn't feel like students were actually getting a whole lot out of it, more than it just being a fun game to play and some questions that you answer that you should know the answers to when it comes to internet safety and being kind online. Then I went in and I started looking through the materials that they put along with this program. And as you go through it, there's a lot of good talking points to have discussions with students. And the game itself is actually just supposed to be some sort of small culminating activity that allows the students to have fun and to kind of play a game along with what they've been learning. So I'm going to give you a for instance. There is one level that discusses internet passwords and keeping things secure. So in that curriculum itself, you have a section where it talks about the importance of passwords and how to not spread out passwords and and gives you different scenarios. And then once you go through those activities first, the very final activity is to go into interland is what they call the uh, land that you are playing in, that the gameplay happens. And once you're in interland, you go into the level And you are running away from a monster and you are trying to pick up pieces and the letters that you pick up and the symbols and the things that you pick up allow you to create a strong password. And you do it in a number of steps. You pick lowercase letters first, uppercase letters, you start mixing them up. And in the end, you end up with a strong password. And it kind of demonstrates for you how to create that strong password without um, making it super simple for other people to understand. So there is a point behind it. And I will say that I did jump to conclusions, but I will say this is better for uh, elementary students, upper elementary students. Uh, There's a lot of reading that happens in the gameplay itself that honestly, when I was playing level one, I thought, oh, my kindergartner could do this. It's the keys, the up, down, left, right keys, and the space bar. And that's pretty much it. You're jumping around, you're... um, throwing uh, likes and comments at uh, sad little players, and then there's big bully players and you're trying to get rid of them. It's something my kindergarten son could easily understand and do. It's a button mashing game. And then when you get to level two, it explains to you what you're supposed to do so the computer talks to you. But then you have to start reading prompts off the computer And my kindergartner's not ready to do that. So there seems to be a little bit of a disconnect as to the age range, but I'm kind of guessing or I'm thinking that they're trying to get students interested in the gameplay first before they start getting into um, having them answer questions and, and things along those lines. So there is a there may be there is a place for this. I'd say upper elementary school, maybe middle school. But I would not suggest, just like with any tech tool or any program that you find online, I understand the need or the want to just grab something and just go with it. But you should always, first of all, vet what you're doing. And second of all, make sure that you cater these things to go with what you're doing in class. I wouldn't just do this just so you're hitting those 
uh, digital standards that you're required to hit as a teacher, I would make sure that you're integrating this with something else that you're doing in your classroom. So if you're an English teacher, integrate it with some uh, short stories that you're reading about uh, people being mean or uh, anything like that. Integrate it into social studies, integrate it into science. You can find a way to do that without making this a separate entity in itself. I think there's there's a better way to approach that. I also think that some of this stuff is good to pull out and do on its own, and some of these things you might want to say, you know, my kids are too old, this wouldn't interest them, let me rework it. So don't be afraid. If you find something like this online or this program itself, Always, always go in and say to yourself, is this what is going to work best for my kids? Are there good pieces about this that I can pull out and work with? And are there just pieces that I should just leave out altogether? You might end up having to do a little more research. And this might be a great way to implement some local news stories or some national news stories. One thing that I'm thinking about for the uh, Be Kind episode or the section that goes with this game would be for older students talking to them about how unkind some of those, uh, the seniors who were going into Harvard next year, how their their uh, ability to go to Harvard was revoked because of Facebook posts. And I will link that news story. I will link the uh, Google um, Interland curriculum and gameplay area and the news story about that on my website, aplusedtech.com. Thank you for coming back for this impromptu episode. If you have any items that you would like to share that you use in your classroom when it comes to digital citizenship or when it comes to internet safety, please let's share it together. And I'd love to hear from you on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at A plus edtech, and you can find me there or you can find me on my website.